This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yeah, during the pandemic, gentlemen's clubs obviously have been closed down. What do you think the, the strip club DJs have been doing for the past four months, Jim? Oh, my God. I don't know, man. Because the, their secondary job, Carnival Barker, also hasn't been an option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go faster? Put your hands in the air. Make some noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Has anybody gone through a fast food drive through in the last four months and heard, oh, yeah, gentlemen, who wants fries with yeah, that? Could I just do a bacon double cheeseburger? Oh, yeah. Number two. Who wants a number two? What can I get started for you? Don't forget to tip your waitress. Oh, yeah. The Sundowner which is a notorious establishment in the Niagara area. It is, it's an adult club. Um, it, it announced it was opening a patio on the weekend. We asked if any of you went there, if you know if it actually it happened, if they reopened the, uh, the Sundowner on Saturday. Haven't gotten any calls. <laughs> Nobody, which I, I guess makes sense. Nobody wants their voice. Yeah, yeah. I was there for seven hours. <laughs> It was great. Do you think do you think the beer still costs the same price, Taz? Well, I'm looking at the reviews here because we just tried to call the Sundowner. Uh, couldn't get an answer, but I didn't think of this. People leave Google reviews for strip clubs. And I'm I'm this is a hole that I'm stuck down right now. I've I can't stop reading reviews for the Sundowner. Like Calvin. Gives them one star. I don't drink, so I ordered a soda. It was watered down. I tried to get a different drink, and they wanted to charge me again for another soda. Dissatisfied. <laughs> what a lame adventure to the strip club. <laughs> I don't drink, so I ordered soda. It was watered down. Excuse me, is this soda watered down? <laughs> and what is with all these naked women? <laughs> I just wanted to relax, read my paperback novel, <laughs> and enjoy a nice cold soda. Uh, excuse me, my pencil broke for my Sudoku. <laughs> Is there not a, a sharpener around here? Ace posted a review for the Sundowner on Google. Went there two nights on the weekend. The entry fee kept increasing every time I went. They also made you buy drinks all night just to sit at a table. <laughs> you creep, of course. The club was packed with drunk animals. No space to just hang out and relax and enjoy the stage show. Have you not been to a strip club before? Yeah, this guy thinks he's going to a circus and you pay the price of admission and just sit there? And don't try to use the ATM. They've got outrageous fees. That is true. But it's all standard. This is how strip clubs operate. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go in there, this is the kind of stuff you can expect. It's your fault for going in there. Got to do some research. And if you didn't like it the first night, why did you go back two nights? <laughs> two nights on the weekend, I went there. I, I hated it. Oh. One star. <laughs> this third strike is coming up quick. <laughs> That's why I only went seven days in a row. <laughs> the day that the NHL gets fired back up here. Hi-oh. Training camp starts today. For the weird playoffs we're going to have. <laughs> the summer playoffs. The Asterix playoffs, as we're calling them, unless your team wins. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs ready to go with their training camp. Looking at the roster here. 
Austin Matthews is on there. So he's obviously doing okay after contracting COVID back home in Arizona during his off time. Uh, I've got the Leafs to go deep in the in the playoffs in our little bet, Jim. Mm-hmm. Who did you pick again? Uh, the Blues. The Blues. You're mm-hmm. going repeat champions. And then Gong Show Tom, one of our listeners, weighed in. Who did he say? Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. I'm not even a Leaf fan. You are. You won't even bet on your team. I always find that hilarious. You must be the worst gambler of all time then. All right. Oh, it's, or you're the worst fan of all time. What are the other? Probably that. <laughs> uh, Montreal Canadiens, if you're a Montreal fan, this isn't good news. Three players have tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, man. Uh, players aren't being identified uh, if they do test positive. It's, you know, privacy thing. The Players Association agreed to prohibit teams from disclosing injuries and illnesses during the uh, the restart of hockey. But I think it'll be pretty obvious <laughs> when they start playing and the, the guy's not there. Yeah, the three healthy scratches, uh-huh. I think, maybe the ones. Any player who wishes not to participate can opt out without facing any punishment from the team or the league as long as they inform their teams by this afternoon. Max Domi, though, uh, has a 10-day window, 7 to 10 days to decide whether or not he's going to suit up during training camp because Max does have type 1 diabetes. And we know that people with diabetes, higher risk factor Mm -hmm. for COVID-19 than those without. So Max is going to be seeing how things go for the next couple days, most likely, talking to his doctors, and then making a decision from there. Hmm. Montreal doesn't even have a chance anyways. I don't know what the... It's not like this is going to make or break their playoff run, huh? Just stay home. You know, just Social distance from the cup. Throw in the towel. <laughs> 35 NHLers have tested positive since phase two wow. um, started the, the reopening here. Now, that uh, everyone's been talking, what if a guy tests positive? Well, obviously, they're gonna, just going to keep playing hockey. Until someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to wear one of those plexiglass masks. Right. So you can't, uh, you can't sneeze on you. Well, it'll be interesting if there's, to see if there's any apprehension. You wouldn't think there would be. Uh, guys getting in close to each other. You can't. If you're out there, you're playing the game. You got to play the game. Like, there's no social yeah. distancing during the game. I heard, I heard there's some sports that you, they're, they're not letting, I think it was football, they're not letting you exchange uh, jerseys afterwards uh-huh. because there's too much germs on them. But you're running into each other, <laughs> touching each other the whole game. Yeah. It's funny where they draw the line. Yeah, you can't exchange jerseys. But a fourteen uh person pile up of humans <laughs> yeah. lying on top of each other. In a bear hug. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's all good. And now come on in here for a huddle. <laughs> Break. Hockey is back. As of today, training camp gets underway. Uh games start August first, with the uh, two hub cities being Toronto and Edmonton. I know you're a fan of the Fast and the Furious movies, Jim. You know it. Here's uh, breaking news. According to an interview Ludacris did, the next Fast and Furious movie is going to take place in outer space. <laughs> no, it's not. 
it's not. No, it's not. He uh, was doing an interview with Satellite Radio, said that the movie's 100% done shooting, but because of coronavirus, it's been pushed back till April 2nd of next year. And the person interviewing him joked, like, what are you guys going to do? How are you going to top the last one? Was that the submarine one? I believe so. You know, they've, they've, it's been cars versus tanks, cars versus submarines, cars versus airplanes, cars versus helicopters. Yeah, it was the, it was a submarine, like an old World War II submarine in the frozen north, uh-huh. chasing them on like frozen lake or a frozen ocean or something. It, it is the most silliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But amazing. Yeah. Well, the the host joked that, what, are you going to go to outer space? And Ludacris said, well, I can't give away anything, but you did say something that was accurate. So it may be Fast and the <laughs> Furious in space. How? I, I hope this happens. I would love to see what sort of plot device would get them. Like, would it be a Tesla on one of Elon Musk's rockets? It would, yeah, <laughs> he already it. shot one up there, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're stranded in space oh. without a car, and then they remember, hold on, Elon Musk has that Tesla circling <laughs> in yeah. orbit. Uh, let's go get that Tesla, and then we can beat the bad guys with our cars. That's to hold your breath. We're entering the atmosphere. That's Vin Diesel. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Jim, you spent some time in Welland, Ontario, didn't you? Yeah, three years. Went to college at uh, Niagara College there. Uh, Welland on the weekend. (laughs) The canal uh, was the site of a ship accident. And we just shared the video. Our friends at Global News uh, posted a story about this. Two ships collide head-on in Ontario's Welland Canal. They're coming at each other. These are big boats, man. Mm-hmm. And they're headed right towards each other in the canal. It almost looks like they're playing a game of chicken here. The slowest game of chicken. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're going that fast. Like this is a this is the start of the video. Look at how long. You'd think they'd have time to maneuver to to steer the ship or to throw it in reverse or something like that. But here's the uh Here's the video. This is the audio. They're heading right towards each other. One of the ships is bright orange. The other one is black and white. There's some sort of alarm or siren going off there. They're getting closer. Here it comes. Oh. Like oh. dead center, head on that collision. It's so uncomfortable to watch because you see it coming. Yeah. And then it just, even when they first hit, you think they'll bounce off each other maybe a little bit, but it just keeps grinding. <laughs> like like a sea dew or a boat on the side of the dock. You hope that it's just going to be a pop. Yeah, hit the rubber tire and oh, boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a cruncher for sure. Oh, man. Some serious damage to both uh, both boats, and you wonder what the hell went wrong. I I assume it's not some sort of rivalry like these two ship captains went through uh, uh, boat school together and the, <laughs> they had a rivalry back then. And when he found out, oh, is that Jean Pierre? Oh, no. Is that Jean Pierre in my canal? <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> A little game of poulet. I heard that the one boat, like these things take, you know, up to a quarter mile to stop. I, I, I heard the one boat lost its steering 
And by could the time be. they figured it out, it was it was like too late. Lost steering or lost power, yeah. and just couldn't couldn't do anything about it because you watch the video again. It looks like they have all the time in the world yeah. to do something to prevent the collision. But uh, yeah, it uh, it's pretty nasty when you see the damage there. Somebody is getting in trouble at work. <laughs> Someone. That is terrible. The ship's names were the Florence Spirit and the Atlantis. Isn't it ironic? Wow. <laughs> that song must have been playing in the captain's <laughs> head as he rammed headfirst into another ship there. A little too ironic. And yeah, I really do think. It's a great spot to go boat watching if you like the big ships. The Welland Canal is great. I just took my son up there two weeks ago. I was in St. Catharines. I sent you a text message, yeah. Jim, a picture of uh, of the lock there where the boats get raised up and, and head out in the Welland Canal. The kids love the drawbridges as well. Yeah. There's a lot going on over I there. I thought we had a great time, but now that I know these ships crash into each other, I feel like we missed out. <laughs> missed out on a good one. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.